0: Hey, hey, y'all, this is Nicolette, and you are listening to Definitely Not For Everyone. Um, this is our fourth episode. And you know, we in a pandemic, right, y'all? Um, we're going through some really crazy, unprecedented times. People are hopeful. Some people are pessimistic. Um, and um, But overall, the intention of these conversations is really for us to process. Um, and to maybe help other people who are listening process as well. Hopefully making y'all feel like y'all are not so alone in your feelings and your thoughts, and to maybe help get you and us some perspective and hopefully maybe a little bit of hope in there. I am here with Nate, Kelly, and David. You know how we do. Define yourself, two or three things for the audience, please. And if not that, then tell me something you love doing. Who's going to start off?
1: Kelly. Kelly, yes. I think Kelly should go first. You it's think Kelly should.
0: Time. Well, I think that's why she should go last because it is her first time.
2: It's okay. I'll go first. Cool. I'm Kelly. I'm David's sister, Nathan's girlfriend. <laughs> I am uh, an introvert. I am a Christian. And I am a pop culture enthusiast.
0: That you are. Yes. (laughs) Who'd like to go next?
3: Nate, I think you should go next after that. Okay, so I'm Nate. Um, You guys already know I don't like the label thing. but I think for the benefit of what we're going to be dealing with, um, I am a cultural creative. I am a transformational architect.
0: <laughs> if y'all were on this Zoom right now,
3: you guys
0: would crack up too.
3: Yeah, you,
2: Repeat would. you Repeat that last thing, Nate.
3: I am a revolutionary
2: yes we just watched the black panther um documentary
0: <laughs> um david
1: i'm david kelly is my sister yes um so i'm a brother today um nikki's husband and i'm a little tired i just woke up let's put the kids to bed and I'm excited to have this conversation right now.
3: Got the fresh cut though.
1: Yeah, I got the home, home see? COVID cut. All right. Oh, did you
0: see he shaved and he's looking all yeah handsome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not looking like a homeless muppet anymore. Yes.
1: <laughs> Come out of my cave.
2: <laughs> um,
0: I don't have to do this part. Y'all know me. Um, so let's get into the questions. How you gonna
3: skip, man, look? It's,
0: it's my podcast! Oh, you're right, you're right.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when it's your podcast, you can skip, okay? <laughs> um, I'm Nicolette. I'm a mixed child who is a mother, a daughter of a really wonderful Japanese woman who annoys me every single day but I love her so very much um wife did I say wife yeah wife (laughs) um and I'm really happy that you all decided to have this conversation with me so let's get it in all right y'all loaded question how are you feeling like has this pandemic been difficult for you? And how have you been handling it? Like what have you been doing to make it okay for yourselves? Okay. Who wants to start? <laughs> oh, we do. Oh, look at you Nate telling her the rotation.
2: Okay. Um I am feeling uh tired um the pandemic has not been as stressful as i had anticipated um we've been through a lot of changes we left the city we went to virginia that was a very interesting time for us um as a couple you mean or just um, in general no i think just in general actually like I, i'm surprised and also not surprised that we haven't fought pretty much at all um like we got along really well while we were uh away um and i think because we had so many other things going on, we just really kind of relied on each other. Um, since we've been back, I think things have been pretty like uh, coming back to the we were both really worried, maybe me more so because I have pre-existing conditions, but really worried about exposure to the virus and how to stay safe. Um, and you know, just keeping up good hygiene habits and things like that. But uh, you know, I think we've had pretty good teamwork and are on the same page about a lot of things. For me, it's just a matter of like uh, I really love to lay around and not do anything, but also like there's a, almost a little bit too much of that, and I am struggling to find the motivation to keep myself busy. Um, And then I feel like kind of guilty when I have a lazy day because there is so much to be done around the house and things like that. Um, With everything else that's going on, again, I just feel like it's like really, really exhausting. And
3: um, usually I
2: would have work as a distraction but I don't and being the pop culture enthusiast that I am I'm often on the internet or on social media and I want to know what people are saying what people are talking about and what the big news of the day is Um, and that is that is definitely draining and Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to find a balance when the things that are usually my distraction are like the source of my anxiety now. Wow, yeah, that's really well said. So you,
3: for me, you know, I took a whole lot of notes in preparation for this, cause I, you know, there's a lot of things I was thinking through already anyway, but I left them at work. So we're just gonna have to, you know, go for it.
0: Freestyle it.
3: Exactly. Um, I don't know. It, it, this may it, it might sound weird, but I feel at peace on the inside, but at war with my surroundings. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything from phone calls and social media, which I just got back on, have mm-hmm. thought through it every day. Whether I'm going to stay on or not, um, the news, you know the me working at at a hospital um it's a lot of it's like a it's like a lot of pressure um i don't quite feel like i'm in a pressure cooker but it's a lot of pressure a lot it's it's like a weight i guess Mm. but i mean i'm I'm doing well you know spiritually emotionally i'm very thankful for kelly you know the Up for us to um make a good team. Um, so, I right,
1: go next.
0: You're up next, David.
1: Hey, um, I'm doing good. I'm enjoying the time at home with the family. Uh, enjoying not working, it's been nice. And um, still concerned, I'm not getting my unemployment yet. Still waiting for that to come through and clear.
0: Yeah, what the fuck is that about?
1: <laughs> it took me eight weeks.
0: God, really? Oh shit!
3: It was not.
1: I'm
3: <laughs> on schedule then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I found a
3: <laughs> Facebook group. Like, where the hell's my my unemployment?
0: <laughs> oh, there's a Facebook group.
3: Yeah, <laughs> look, that was something I didn't even want to go on there anymore. The, the horror stories. <laughs> Mm. But it's okay. It finally hit. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure I'll get
1: it. I'm just. Just a matter of when. Um, and then just, yeah, I've been enjoying the time. You know, it's not often that you get to spend. Was it like three months now? Just locked away with your family, <laughs> with your wife, <laughs> A wife, and two kids, and uh, <laughs> and you know, just like Kelly was saying, it's it's been better than expected. Uh <laughs> So I'm thankful for that. And um, yeah, just waiting for the unemployment and just, you know, hopefully that comes through soon. And then thinking about the future and what work is gonna look like for myself and Nicolette since we're in the hospitality industry. Um, So just trying to figure that out and try to plan for the future as best we can. But other than that, I'm doing good.
0: Yeah, I'm doing pretty good too it definitely like what y'all said is a lot better than what I expected it was going to be. But then again, I mean, I call myself an introvert, but I don't, I'm not sure whether I really am or not. All I know is that I love being home, watching TV, laying on the couch, which I can't really do with a four-year-old, but I sure as hell try. Um. Yeah, and then what I've have been doing to make it okay for myself, it's just been okay. I haven't really had to do anything specific to make it okay for me. Um, I have a Peloton, whoop, whoop, and that has been pretty amazing. So I've been going on that every day. So maybe that's what has been the thing that has been super helpful. Um, but let's move on to the next thing. Does this civil and social unrest make you feel anything about yourself.
2: Um uh, uh, yes and no. Um so I think this time around, right? Because this happens every few months or, you know, every year or you know, whatever, it's a varying degrees really for our entire lifetime Mm -hmm. um this time around um this coincided with the death of our grandmother my myself and david and um i worked with my parents on her death announcement and in doing that, I had to go through a lot of photographs and things like that. Um, and so I was one of our family history. And also, this time around, every white person that I know just about has been in with me in some way, you know, trying to check in. And and in this uh kind of you know going going through all these photos and reflecting on my grandmother's life just thinking about the fact that she was she was born 90 years ago on a plantation right and her father was a sharecropper and he was born on that same plantation and his father was a slave and he was born on that same plantation and his father was a slave on that same plantation and his father owned his mother so that is not that history is not that far removed from me right from our generation like these are people that I know their life story and I have their pictures and they know the names and um, the fact that all of these men in this line have had the same fears to their sons as the men in our family have today is, I found it to be really troubling. Right. Like, my mother lived for 90 years and I don't know that that there's a that a lot of meaningful change happened in that time and to look at my you know 37 years of life and I remember you know Rodney King, I remember, Amadou Diallo, I, you know, all of these things that were hard to put in, in context for me as a child. And just thinking about this, this same thing has happened every so often throughout my life. Um, it just has, this time around, it's really made me examine my place in history. Um, and, and living through a lot of the same things that, uh, that my ancestors have lived through and how, how I can be a voice for change. And if that, if it matters. Um, so yeah, that, that's where I'm at. Hmm.
3: Can you repeat the, you question so <laughs> the question so I don't go to ask?
0: The question is, cool. I don't know. Does this civil and social unrest make you feel anything about yourself?
3: Well, one thing that I've been dealing with is allowing myself to be vulnerable with people that probably don't deserve that Um, but still being okay with it. Um, I... Um, I was of the opinion and have been, I've immersed myself in understanding the culture and the history long before this started. Um, And so, um, I think I have a different perspective than most people. Um, I'm very opinionated on it, but I'm very careful because um, I have to lead with love. Um, and that, that sometimes is really hard when you have people that, it's not the people that, that I, I, are openly hateful, it's the ones that are blissfully ignorant, that are so. it's hard to, to lead with love with that. And I've got family members i got to do that with, that say things and are dismissive, um, of reality, and and so, um, and then seeing, seeing the bandwagon thing, which is kind of frustrating, you know, um, I, I believe that we can use support, whether it's from the heart or not, but it's frustrating to see, you know, people that are just doing it because that's the thing to do, or even worse because they feel that's the only way they can make, make money and not get, um, bullied, you yep. know, yeah. um, and, it, and they're, they're doing it because it's a, uh, it's politically correct versus the right thing to do. Yep. Right? Um, but we can use the help wherever it comes from. So, um, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I've, I've, um, I can't say I've learned more a whole lot about myself. Um, in, in regards to that, um, I've learned I've learned a lot about patience, though. Um, I, mean, I think you've read some of the things that I've been trying to work through on Facebook. It's like it's rough, you know.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff, though. Yeah.
3: Um, so, um, honestly, um, I think. We're, we're at a turning point historically because um, I think the, the, the question that our fight raises has already been answered for us, and now it's just about what do we do now uh, because either the Constitution isn't worth the paper written on or it still isn't written us. Mind. I think we got our answer. And so it's a very pivotal time in history. I think that's the big difference between now and the 60s, now and the 80s. Because um, we know what, what the system thinks about us. Yep. We know that it, it's, 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 it's not just going to lay down. Um, so here we are.
0: Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you, does it make you feel anything about this country that we live in?
3: So <laughs> there are some things that you, you, when you say them, you can't take them back. Yes. So with that in mind, um, <laughs> um I I don't hold hmm. Hmm. I am not um, I don't live my life in pursuit of pledging my allegiance to the United States um, It's not where I am and I don't think I've ever been there. Um, mm-hmm because I'm not allowed to be a full citizen. Um,
1: hmm.
3: so, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, enough said, <laughs> for real. What about you, David? Does this civil social unrest make you feel anything about yourself?
1: Um, not about myself, <laughs> I definitely, feel i think i'm more hopeful than a lot of people um and just as kelly was saying like recognizing our our history and where we've come um i think it's for me life is progressing right and, and things are getting. it's not as fast as we would want things to be um but life has gotten better and I feel like it continues to get better. And this, uh, this is a historic time and, and things are changing. And I feel like things are changing faster than they have in the past, maybe. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about what is going on right now. Um, how it makes me feel, I guess it makes me feel like I want to be more involved. Um, how do I go about doing that? trying to figure that out and navigate that for myself what is the best way for me to have a voice and have a place in this um but other than that i I feel good about the way things are going i know it doesn't when you look out at the world it doesn't seem like it's a it's, it's beautiful and rosy and i don't i don't i don't see the world that way definitely but i definitely see that there's change happening these things are being talked about um, things are coming to light and people can't hide from them anymore. Um, people that know me, I, I love the internet, I love technology, and I think these things or these tools are, have given us a, a way to take back power somewhat um, and put put these things into light and document them so they, they can't be you know, rewritten or changed um, you know, you cannot take a video away of someone being lynched in the street, right? You cannot take those things away and take, you can't remove them off the internet. Um, and COVID-19 has been a, you know, great help in this process right now. Us being yeah,
0: at
3: everybody home, got time. You know,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody got time to sit home and watch and you cannot not see things anymore, right? right? So you cannot, you can still be ignorant, right? You can still choose not to to act upon those things, but you you see them and they have to affect you in some way. Um, Even if you wanna not accept it, you've seen it. And more and more people are seeing these things and uh, I think it's a beautiful thing.
0: Um, So I think we're probably gonna wrap up the conversation, but I do have one last question for y'all and it doesn't matter how long this one takes, but I'm wondering, I guess this is for the white folks. (laughs) Do y'all have anything that you want white people to know? Whether it's how they can help the cause, or are they allowed to ask questions? Uh, What kind of questions are they allowed to
2: ask? Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Um, hmm. So I, <laughs> as I, as I said, I am an introvert, right? And so during this time, when so many people, I have a lot of white friends. Um, you have to go so fervently
0: <laughs> very fervently <laughs> I,
2: have a, I have a lot of white friends um, you know to varying degrees of uh, with, with varying degrees of uh, you know wokeness let's say um, and some are real allies and some are real ignorant um, and, and there are a lot that fall in between but they pretty much have all been reaching out to me which is much appreciated, I hate it. I, hate it. Um, I don't wanna talk about it anymore. And, uh, and I feel like they're reaching out, you know, partially because they really do care about me and, and how I am and checking in to see if I'm okay. But also I, I don't feel like a lot of them are ready for me to be honest and say, no, I'm not okay um and and you know where that where that conversation leads um i i'm not really one for the teaching you know like teachers get paid and google is free Uh, (laughs) you know that's kind of how i feel about it like you know, there has to be, to me, a a level of comfort to, like, talk about my own experiences or whatever. And I I get that, um, you know, people want to hear from a Black person about the Black experience, but this is something that we've been saying for a really long time. And you can't just ask one black person, right? We're all very different. We are individuals with with our own thoughts and feelings. There are many different ways to be black. Um, and you, you can't really get that from just one or two or 10 conversations with one black person. Um, I think that you know, as as a Christian, I believe that God gives us all, he gives us our own talents to use us and, and work through us however he sees fit, which means that, you know, some people are good at writing, some people are good at speaking, some people are, are good at singing, some people are just good at giving money. And that's okay, too. Um, yeah. We, we all have to have to find our, our own way to be a part of this. Um, and, and that, that doesn't need the input or approval of anyone else. Um, so stop asking me about it and go, go educate yourself, like anything else that you want to know about, you want to know how to make sourdough bread, or you want to know how to cut your dog's toenails or whatever the hell you want to know about (laughs) you google it right you look it up you read a book you find a podcast you know for someone who wants to talk about it so you can you can do that in this situation too yeah
0: yeah thank you for that kelly
2: what about you nate
3: and i'm i'm pretty much the opposite Um, see
2: black people are different
3: (laughs) 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 I think um, for me, it, I, I think the dialogue is important, um, and I, I think it's it's also important to allow people, allow white people to be in the uncomfortable space that we've lived in all our lives, um, and there, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human. And that's the thing that we're fighting for. This isn't about police brutality at the the end of the day. This isn't about one person. This isn't about police officers at all. It's about the fact that we are, we've been screaming to be recognized as human and we're no longer asking permission. Um, And so usually the, the conversations are, I am more than willing to answer any questions you have, please. We'll talk about it. And so if we're going to have a real dialogue, let's use facts. Let's not use something you heard from your uncle or you pulled off the internet and you didn't cite it. And then usually (laughs) at that moment when we, when I crank it up, they stop talking Yeah. because they don't have, they don't have any backing, but they don't want to be wrong. And they don't want to be wrong more than they don't, than they want to be uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and you know, I, I can't fix that, and it's not my responsibility to fix it. But I I, I will always keep the dialogue open. But just understand that I'm I'm going to be honest and come with it. You know, whether you're my uncle or some some dude on the street, you know.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, you know, I, I I've got I've got an uncle that is a grand wizard in the Ku Klux Clan. You know, I got a very interesting family. Yeah. Um, and that stuff dies hard. Yeah. You know, I, I try to put my myself in in their place, though. You know, if my way of life is being threatened, and that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, black people have rage and they have fear, and that's what's going on. They're scared that they're going to lose their way of life. Right. And what would I do if I was going to lose my way of life? And I saw yeah. it. And, and, and some of my white friends are turned against me. Wow! I can't, say, I can't even say the same things, you know. because really? No, I'm not talking about me. I'm saying oh, oh. Put myself <laughs> yes. in, in, this place. in place. Even yeah. the the white friends I used to say my racial jokes to are like, "Yo, that's not appropriate," you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, and they're seeing their their <laughs> their um their their Confederate monuments being taken away. Even NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. NASCAR. Yes. Yes. <laughs> i was like that's not gonna happen right <laughs> the next day i was like well <laughs> boy, yeah. um, I, I, the position that they're in they didn't have to do that so that was a movement where that that's wasn't right. just for status quo that was a movement like that yeah. they did that i was like whoo, whoo. and then they clapped on whatever his name was uh the, the driver that said he was gonna quit that year yeah uh, look we had to google your name um, <laughs> all of your fans will miss you. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh boy. And so um, I, I'm, I, I, I want to have the dialogue. It's just that I find that when it comes down to getting to what we need to have a conversation about, it stops, mm. you know, because they, they, they want to deflect it to, you know, black on black crime, Chicago. They want to deflect it to you know the the this guy that got killed has a has a you know a history you know he's got a a record they deflect it to you know what about this and what about that and what about this and then when i bring it down to the basics they don't want to talk about it right so um if you want to open the can of worms you got to deal with it you know yep yep
0: yeah what about you david
3: Uh, i'm on the same page with nate so i want to have the
1: conversations all day every day um but I, I like those awkward moments when they're when they're trying to when they want to run they don't want to have the conversation i i like that because that means that you've hit something right so they're aware you've awoke, you've, awoke, you've awoken something that they that they can't deny right so they have to run from that conversation um,
0: which means you got somewhere.
1: Yes. Hmm. To me, that's, that's a victory, right? And um, I, I enjoy those moments. I want to have all the conversations. And I, I as much as sometimes, yeah, you don't want to be the teacher, but we have to be the teachers at the end of the day. And we are the ones that are leading this. And they are only, only going to follow where we go, truly that's how I feel Um, no matter how much they go and this and that um, it's different when you speak to a person and you're putting a face to to that experience yeah Yeah, definitely when they're talking to you and they're looking at you and you're treating them decently or whatever however the, the situation may be as much as you might read a book there's there's a different feeling talking to somebody and getting hearing it from that person and letting and even just learning from that person where should I go to find information you know yeah they are everybody knows how to google and find shit when they want to find it but um this is something that touches us as much as it's like it's a physical I feel like it's in our bodies right it's like it's it's a physical thing that that we have all grown up grown with and uh it's not something that you can just take out of your body um it doesn't challenge you yeah, so you, you have to. We have to go through the exercises and and work those muscles and different things like that. If you want to look at it that way, um, so you know we, we have to build them up. <laughs> they're the fragile, the fragile white people. But the you know for me it's like they are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kelly's like yeah. no, no,
1: no. <laughs> but it's like even those ignorant ones that are trying to have that debate with you. For me, that that shows a curiosity, right? Even if they're just trying to be wrong, right, be right, and get one over on you, you know they're they're testing, right? It's it's testing, and they're getting feedback, and we're getting feedback, and it's it's trying to figure out how the best way to communicate. And, and um, yeah, I enjoy it. I'm up <laughs> for it. So, so come ask any question you want. <laughs>
0: Um, all right so we're about to end the convo but is there anything that I may have forgotten anything that you all wanted to say anything you wanted to be known any messages that you might have any seeds of thoughts you might want to leave with people I mean y'all have left a lot already (laughs) Um, but anything else
3: Um. I, I, I am revolutionary, but I think we have to define that like everything else um, because what a lot of what we're seeing is reactionary versus revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very dangerous for us. Um, yeah. Um, uh, our people have to recognize that our actions have consequences you know it, it, the, the change doesn't mean that we're no longer accountable it you know it, it's it's actually more so and so um, we have to be full of wisdom and that takes time you can't you can't you can't learn 400 years of history on a weekend you know and watch a couple black lives matter recommendations on netflix and be caught up and understand what's going on um be okay with where you're at but understand that this, you know we're, we're we're at a point where you know something's going to happen and it could be bad because you know if, if the wrong people get mad enough which the which the, there's people getting probably mad. are yeah um we have to understand what, what what the world around us is going to do. And we have to meet it with love, because the only thing left is, is the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? And we've we got families, and we got our ancestors looking at us, and we've got our kids looking at us. Um, and so be intelligent about the fight, you know?
0: Yeah anything you wanted to
2: add or are you good um, well I, I agree with with Nathan on leading with love um, getting past the the anger right uh, anger most often is a result of, of hurt feelings okay. uh, and getting getting past the anger. To the point where um, we can begin to really start healing and being uh, being open, open ears, open hearts.
0: Yep, very true. Thank you, Kelly. You, David, any last words?
1: Um, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's It's right. that Just people stay positive. Uh, I know things seem scary, Uh, but it's all good. Change is good. Change is inevitable. Being scared is good. Makes you think, you know, challenges you to be different about how you go about life. Um, So enjoy the change, go with the change. And uh, yeah, continue to educate yourselves, ask questions. Kelly won't answer, but me and Nate, we're here to help you guys out. (laughs)
0: all right to my listeners thank you so much for listening to the two people that listen to the podcast thank y'all for listening i love y'all so much (laughs) nathan thank you for your time kelly especially because i know you ain't want to come on this shit girl thank (laughs) you so much i appreciate you more than anybody else for doing that for me thank you and david well you know you're my co-host, so you have to be here. Yes. And we live together, right? Like, you ain't got no choice. Um, <laughs> all right, don't hang up, but we are going to say goodbye to y'all. Bye, everybody.
2: Bye.